this can have an impact on your heart. That's why most of the time when we see people that are struggling with high blood pressure, sometimes you wonder, how did this person get it? Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Prince Philip. And hey, what's up? It's your girl, Yatunde, the producer. And last but definitely not least, Balanle, a.k.a. Lady B. And we are a kinship. What's, what's up, up Kim fam? So today's topic is forgiveness. How do you guys define forgiveness? So I believe that forgiveness is releasing someone or a situation um, that you've held captive in your heart. And if you look at the word forgiveness, the word for, F-O-R, comes before give. And I think that means that even before we're given a reason to forgive, we must do it. And also, like, forgiveness isn't something that just happens. It's something that we actually have to intentionally decide for ourselves. We have to be intentional about it. I believe that active forgiveness provides healing to the victim. And forgiveness is not contingent upon um, the person acknowledging that they're wrong. If we look at the example of Jesus, we see that he forgave us um, before we even acknowledged that we were wrong. You see in the book of Romans 5, 8, it says, while we were yet sinners, Jesus died for us. So he didn't wait for us to know that we were wrong. He just died for us. He was selfless. So he put himself in a position where he was able to forgive, even though he didn't really know whether or not the person would accept what he had to offer as a gift. Well, my belief on forgiveness is pretty straightforward. I believe forgiveness is really just letting go and just cutting ties, you know, with people, with things that people have done with you, just leaving it in the past and not necessarily forgetting about it, but not holding it against anybody. I believe that's truly what forgiveness is. Those are powerful definitions of forgiveness. So the first question is, does God forgive anything? Does God forgive anything? So God forgives pretty much everything except for one thing he mentioned in Matthew 12, verse 31, which really? states in the New Living Translation. I'm going to read it for you guys right now. It says, so I tell you, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven except blasphemy against the holy spirit so what is blasphemy against the holy spirit blasphemy is when you take what the holy spirit is doing for good and give all the credit to satan and that's the one Mm. sin that cannot be forgiven wow so when i think about this i automatically say in my head what are the sins that God does forgive. Everything that does not fall under blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. And I just want to read a scripture coming from 1 John chapter 1, verse 8 and 9. Well, 8 through 10, actually. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we have become liars, and his word is not in us. So it says right here, he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. 
So everything that is unrighteous, everything that does not align with who God has destined or called us to be as sons of God. So I would say everything that aligns with the scripture in terms of whatever is unrighteous, God can forgive. Yeah. And we should also remember that God is merciful. So besides the sin of blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, God will forgive you. So Lady B, is it correct that we need to forgive before praying? Mm, that's a good question. And actually in Psalm 66, the word says that if we regard iniquity in our heart, that the Lord won't hear us. And iniquity is any form of sin. And because God tells us to forgive, unforgiveness is a sin. So yes, we do need to forgive before we pray. And that's why it's important that we always ask God to forgive us for anything we've done knowingly or unknowingly so that we can be sure that God hears us. Wow. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. So I was also thinking, do we need to forgive if trespasses continue? Do we need to forgive if trespasses continue? So I believe that we should forgive even when trespasses continue because if we don't forgive, we're going to be holding on to something that's not going to be serving us. Because I know in Hebrews 12, 1, it states, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such huge crowds of witnesses of, to life, of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. And if we're holding on to forgiveness, then we're keeping that weight on us and it's not serving us. We need to strip that weight off of us so that we can be able to move forward. So I definitely believe no matter how many times somebody crosses us, we should always forgive. So Yetunde, what is the spiritual impact of forgiveness so one of the spiritual impacts of um, unforgiveness that I could think of right away is digression of your health a lot of times when we get into altercations or we're not speaking to someone I feel as though when we see them our hearts begin to throb and we just begin to feel uneasy when we see them and this can have an impact on your heart that's why most of the time when we see people that are struggling with high blood pressure, sometimes you wonder, how did this person get it? So um, high blood pressure is something that starts in the mind. And you see high blood pressure in people that are stressed most of the time. So I really believe that when you are unforgiving, that it can cause damage to your health. So that's one of the spiritual aspects of unforgiveness that I could think of right away. Mm, that's a great answer. That's deep. It's very deep. So, Lady B, what is the relationship between love and forgiveness? Mm, the relationship between love and forgiveness. Um, so, in First Corinthians chapter thirteen, it has a definition of love, and in the Bible, it tells us that love keeps no records of wrong. So, if you don't forgive someone, that means that you don't love them, and God looks at love as one of the most important things that should exist between you and another person. Um, and First Peter also says that above all, we must love each other deeply and love covers sin. So and it's important to love someone regardless of how they treat you because that love can cause them to feel apologetic. It can cause them 
to want to turn from whatever they have done. And so, therefore, love does not exist without forgiveness. So, Tunde, in thinking about offense, what happens to my offender when I forgive? So, what happens to your offender when you forgive? So, when you forgive somebody, you're letting all that bitterness, anger that you have from that person go. And... Regardless if that person changes or not, you can't really control what happens to your offender and stuff. If they continue to offend you, mm. God will deal with them. Because in Romans twelve nineteen it says, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, and I will mm. repay, says the Lord. So if they That's continue okay. to offend you, they will just end up being left at the hands of God and God's going to handle them and you will see it before their your own eyes and I believe that that's what happens to your offender so yet Tunde how often should we forgive so in the book of Matthew 18 21 and 22 it says Peter then came up and said to him Lord how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 times seven. And what Jesus actually meant is that it's really unlimited. If you truly want to live in freedom, if you truly want to live a life that is pleasing to God, you have to be willing to let go. And I'm not saying that you should let go right away. Sometimes it takes time for us to heal. But what Jesus is saying, ultimately, you should forgive your brother or sister anytime they wrong you. It is not your job to conclude on whether they are sincere or not. Because like I said earlier in Romans 5, 8, Jesus died for us while we were yet sinners. So when our brother or our sister wrongs us, it is our job to find that forgiveness. And as Lady B mentioned earlier, love. Love is one of the things that we need in order to forgive people, even though we believe that they're not completely sorry. So I would say, forgive them as much as God forgave you. And anytime we go to God with our problems and we ask him for forgiveness and we're truthful in our heart, he forgives us. And if God does find in our hearts that we're not completely sorry, he uses our situation to teach us why we're wrong about what we did. And in turn, his love causes us to find what we did wrong and to truly and sincerely ask him for forgiveness. In, in return, God gives us life. God forgives us. So I would say, forgive your brother or sister as many times as God will forgive you. So, Bala, no, so Lady B, why do people, why do people not forgive? That doesn't sound right. So, Lady B, why do people not forgive? I believe that people don't forgive sometimes because they 
replay scenarios in their head and I've been guilty of that and I remember being a part of an organization where I felt like some leaders were withholding information from other leaders and when I brought it to the head I was sort of looked at as the bad sheep and so I used to replay what I could have said what I should have said over and over again until I would feel those emotions those angry emotions over and over again so it caused me not to go through the process of forgiveness and I think another thing that stops people from forgiving is pride and stubbornness feeling like you don't want to forgive someone or you don't have to or um, it's not going to be beneficial for you to forgive so I definitely think the two things that cause people not to forgive is replaying scenarios and pride so Tunde how do you forgive someone who is not present anymore wow that's a that's a good one no, I actually had an experience where I had to forgive somebody who was not present anymore. I had an old friend of mine who actually stole from me, and we was very close. And I was furious. I was heated. You know, it really hurt me. And after a month of him stealing from me and me just being bitter and angry of him, he ended up passing away. So he was no longer present. There was like no way for me to even talk to him or reconnect with him or forgive him. Those are situations that, you know, it ended up sitting like deep within me in my heart for years. And it was hindering me from moving forward. But the way I was able to overcome that was by getting on my knees and just praying to God to give me the strength to just forgive and let go. And I believe that's what you really need to do if you need to forgive somebody. If you're trying to forgive somebody who's no longer present. And yet today, I want to ask you how to forgive someone who is not sorry. So one of the things that we must understand is forgiveness is not for the person. But forgiveness is intrinsically for us. Because with the victim, the person that is, you know, being trespassed against, I noticed that in the end, the victim ends up becoming the person who starts to bear bitterness and they start to grow roots of anger. And one of the things that I realized in just my own experience is that you have to forgive them for yourself. In turn, by you forgiving them, it also causes you to be healed inwardly because you're actively releasing what they have done to you. And as I mentioned earlier, it has a lot of implications on your health. And as Lady B also said earlier, you can be blocked from certain blessings when you don't forgive people that have wronged you so it's not up to that person for you to forgive them but it's your job to find it in yourself to forgive them so that you can be well so that you can prosper so that God can bless you so that God can hear your prayers so lady b how do I forgive someone who does not recognize they hurt me mm-hmm. so sometimes we need to realize that We don't always know the intentions of others and what's going on in their minds when they hurt us and don't recognize. 
And in those situations, we have a choice. We choose to forgive in that moment, regardless of whether or not we get that apology, whether or not we know the reason for the hurt. It's really important to forgive and release those things from our hearts because that's only going to harm us. It's going to be a burden on us that they don't even know about. And so it's important to also talk to your brothers and sisters in Christ or anyone when they do hurt you so that you guys both have that understanding and you can get past it. So Tunde, how do you react when you realize someone hasn't forgiven you for something you've done? Wow, this one really touches home with me because I've been in many situations where someone didn't forgive me for what I've done and what I've learned was mm -hmm. you can't control what the other person does. You can, there's only so much you can do. You All you can do is really change your behavior and be better. If the person chooses not to forgive you, I strongly believe that's all you really can do in a situation like that. It's just to pray for them because you cannot control the next person. You cannot control the next man. You only can control yourself. So yet today, how do you forgive yourself? In order to truly forgive yourself, you have to depend on God because this is not an easy thing because we're most of the time our own worst enemy. We'll replay certain scenarios in our head. We'll think of things that we've done because it's us. One way to get out of tearing down yourself for things that you have done against yourself or against God is to cast your burdens at the feet of Jesus. In Psalm 55, verse 22, the word says, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. So as you empty all your problems and all the things that you've done, and you understand that while you are yet a sinner that God forgave you, then you have no right to make yourself feel guilty about things that you've done. Because Jesus, who is the ultimate finisher of our faith, has already gone before you, has already gone ahead of you to cancel everything you could ever do from the beginning to the end of your time. So I would say completely cast everything to Jesus because he cares for you. So Lady B, what are the steps in forgiving so the number one thing is to ask God in prayer for his help. It says several times in the Bible that God is our helper and we're not on this walk alone. God's going to guide us and whatever we need, whatever voids we have, God will fill it. And I believe number two is using the word of God in scriptures. So it's important to look for scriptures about forgiveness and continue to read them so that they'll become a natural part of your thoughts. Number three would be to go to the person, whoever offended you, whoever you need to forgive, have that conversation with them because it says in Matthew 18 that if your brother sins against you, that you should go to him and tell him his fault so that you guys can have a conversation and have that understanding. And also forgiveness is a choice. It's something we have to do consciously. So you need to decide to forgive someone. 
Another step I would say would be to treat the person as if they hadn't done something to you. Because if you continue to harbor iniquity in your heart, it's just going to make the burden even heavier. And then you won't be able to get past the forgiveness. And I would say lastly, that you need to remember that God has forgiven us. And as God has forgiven us and as we want God to forgive us, we must forgive others. And the Bible tells us in Colossians 3 that we should forgive each other as the Lord forgave us. So guys, how do we know that God has forgiven us? We know God has forgiven us because in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7, it clearly states, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. And God has given us his unmerited grace as a gift that we did not earn. And because of that and his word, we clearly understand and know that he has forgiven us. Yeah, and I think the simple answer is that we're forgiven because the Bible tells us that. And as I stated previously, Jesus died on the cross for us. So he already died for our sins a long, long time ago. And the Bible says that God is not a man to lie. So we know that if God says it, it's true. So what do you think about that yet today? I will approach it from this Bible verse, John 15, verse 13, which states, well, first of all, let me tell you, I believe love is what demonstrates that God has forgiven me. In John 15, 13, it reads, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life. And we see that the demonstration of God's love was through Jesus Christ dying on the cross. So lastly, Lady B, how do we ask God for forgiveness? You ask God for forgiveness through prayer, confessing your sins, and you might say to yourself that you're not perfect, you've been abandoned, you've been unloved and confusing, and life is a mess, but God still wants you. And in Romans 10, 9, it says that if we declare with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, that we'll be saved. So if that's you, repeat after me. Dear God. Dear, dear God. God. I know that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. I know, I know that, that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. I want to turn away from my sinful life. I want to turn away from my sinful life. To the life you have planned for me. To the life you have planned for me. Please forgive me for my sins. Please forgive me for my sins. Cleanse me of my past. Cleanse me of my past. Make me new. Make me new. I know your son Jesus Christ died for me. I know your son Jesus Christ died for me. I believe in my heart. I believe, I believe in, in my, my heart, heart that you raised him from the dead. That, that you raised him from the dead. At this very moment. At this very moment. I accept. I accept. Confess. Confess. And proclaim. And proclaim. Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. To live in my heart from this day forward. To live in my heart from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. That has saved me from my sins. That has saved me from my sins. And has given me eternal life. And has given me eternal life. Please send your Holy Spirit to guide me. Please send your Holy Spirit to guide me. And to help me do your will. And to help me do your will. 
for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So wait, Yetunde, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at Envisioning Her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at philipock 418 And you can find me on Instagram at Balanle underscore Lady B. And that is B-O-L-A-N-L-E underscore Lady B.